It's the AlexCast for Tuesday, March 28th. Uh, once again, sorry for several days of being away from the show. Uh, I had Friday off, and uh, Lynn and I, of course, watched all of Love is Blind that was released. Uh, five episodes, great show. Uh, sort of frustrating, though. Uh, whatever. Um, and I uh, just had a couple of busy days at work. So uh, with that, actually, the subject I wanted to talk about was another offline request from Lynn. And that was uh, kind of what it is going on with this uh, Trump uh, Manhattan DA situation. Um, you know, can you please explain that kind of thing? So for those of you not in the know, uh, there's been a lot of rumor swirling uh, and some informed speculation as a certain few folks are talking about it, about whether Donald Trump will be charged in this uh, matter coming out of Manhattan. Uh, the district attorney there, uh, who's an elected, elected official, uh, is a fellow named Alvin Bragg. Um, so just to cast back a little bit in terms of uh, what legal troubles Trump is currently potentially facing, uh, he has some investigations being uh, undertaken by the um, district prosecutor in um, uh, in Georgia for the uh, uh, attempted election meddling uh, in 2020. Uh, there's, of course, the special counsel, uh, Jack Smith, who has been investigating the uh, confidential document situation, and I believe he's also uh, investigating the um, January 6th uh, matter that was referred uh, to the special counsel from uh, A.G. Garland. And um, he has, of course, this uh, thing going on in Manhattan. So to step back on the Manhattan situation for a second, uh, this is a case that is somewhat similar to uh, what happened to John Edwards back in 2012 or, 20, or 2008, I believe. So if you don't remember that situation, what had happened with John Edwards was he was having an affair with his hairdresser uh, and uh, one of his supporters or his campaign, I can't remember who, um, basically paid the hairdresser to uh, stay silent about the matter and that came out of campaign funds. And generally speaking, if you are spending campaign funds to, to do a thing, you have to report on that. It's part of uh, the requirements that you have as a candidate for a federal office. And what they didn't do was report that campaign expense. And um, even if it is like paying somebody off to keep quiet, uh, you can kind of do that as long as you report it. So that's our system. Welcome to it. Um, and what happened in the Trump case here was that uh, he uh, effectively paid the porn star uh, Stormy Daniels uh, a certain amount of money, about $130,000 to stay quiet about their affair. Um, but this campaign, this, this expense didn't come from Donald Trump directly. It came through Michael Cohen, his uh, lawyer. Michael Cohen actually did uh, confess to this and served, I think, about six months in prison. Uh, so Cohen was actually convicted in a court of law uh, for making this expense and uh, did go to jail for it. So um, the, the problem wasn't the payment itself. The problem was how it was reported. And uh, on this case, the current uh, DA is, is uh, allegedly looking into whether or not uh, this was also a violation of New York law because the way that the expenditure was um, was uh, categorized was uh, as a payroll expense to Michael Cohen as opposed to a payment. Um, because the way that they sort of got around these reporting requirements was that instead of giving Michael Cohen $130,000 that he just then handed to uh, Stormy Daniels, uh, Michael Cohen paid the $130,000 and then Donald Trump reimbursed Michael Cohen through a series of $10,000 reimbursement payments as though it were payroll. And this is, of course, like, it's not illegal, but it's not illegal. It's illegal if it's not reported in the correct way. So uh, what is being investigated here and potentially will be charged for is basically a 
um, violation of campaign or uh, uh, business reporting laws. Um, this is something that's pretty much a misdemeanor in New York, um, but there's also the potential for this to turn into a felony charge if it was uh, something that was done in pursuit of obtaining uh, elected office. And of course, this was uh, an expense that occurred in 2016 ahead of the presidential election. So it could be very easily uh, interpreted as something that was indeed meant to uh, allow for Donald Trump to be elected and not just a like, I want to save face kind of thing. So that's the charge. Um, I think if you look at the kind of four big charges that uh, are in front of Donald Trump, uh, this is sort of the weakest to bring. Um, the previous Manhattan DA, a fellow named Cyrus Vance, decided not to pursue this charge. And uh, some of the big uh, accusations being leveled at Alvin Bragg are that this is something that another prosecutor decided not to pursue and he's just digging it up. So he's just a political hack, you know, so on and so forth, that kind of thing. Um, on the other hand, I mean, it is a violation of the law, the way it was done. Michael Cohen pleaded guilty. So theoretically, the person that they did on, on behalf of, uh, you know, most likely violated the law in some way as well. So like, shouldn't we prosecute that person uh, for doing that? And, you know, on, on some hand, it, it might be interpreted as like, well, you're just going after a potential presidential candidate. But on the other hand, you know, people like people in elected office, like they do commit crimes. Um, we have prosecuted senators, House of Representatives, governors, uh, other elected officials for uh, similar crimes, for worse crimes, for lesser crimes. And, you know, if somebody commits a crime, like on one hand, regardless of whether they're uh, seeking elected office or not, um, they should probably be held accountable for that. Now, the challenge always becomes, you know, the, the presidency uh, sort of occupies a little bit of a different space in terms of what you can and can't prosecute there. So there's always been like this little special corner of judicial law and uh, law in general as to whether or not you can actually prosecute a sitting president. But of course, Donald Trump is no longer a sitting president. So technically, you know, that stuff doesn't really apply. Um, so a lot of the kind of legal theories that are being put out there as to whether or not you can do this are sort of premised on the idea that, um, well, he's a former, uh, a former president. And this is something that actually, if you remember way back to Carter, um, uh, not, not Carter, I'm sorry, uh, to uh, Richard Nixon, uh, he was pardoned uh, by Gerald Ford. Uh, and be, that was partially to avoid a prosecution of a former president for uh, violating some uh, campaign laws uh, around Watergate. So we've just never had to cross this bridge as a country before. Never had to uh, try to prosecute an ex-president. Never had to try to prosecute an uh, ex-president who's also running for office. And of course, so many things with Donald Trump are sort of new and novel and not something that uh, has actually been done before, uh, both uh, with respect to courts and just in general in society. Um, so it's it's a lot of just um, hot air coming out of the situation. Like I said, I think that this is probably the, the least consequential charge to try to bring against Trump, especially compared to the other three or so that could be or the, the three legal matters that are kind of um, going to be bubbling up pretty soon, probably. Um, so it's, it's just a bit difficult to ignore because everyone's perspective on this is viewed through a prism of partisan politics, at least, uh, from the elected officials level. Um, so we don't get a lot of like real solid conversation and, uh, um, about this matter entirely. It's just all like, you know, a lot of politicians just, uh, retreat to their partisan corners and that's, you know, just, that's Donald Trump. Unfortunately, that's kind of the world that he's brought us or at least that he uh, brought in. Um, so I, I don't really. I mean, I care about this in the sense that I care about it, but it's also sort of just a dumb charge to bring and um, you probably should get charged for it, but um, it's hard to sort of separate this from the uh, whole legal morass that he is in in general. So 
Uh, that's the long and short of it. I hope that that's helpful. I actually already explained this to Lynn, um, but here's another explanation for anyone else, especially who is interested in it. If you have a specific question or uh, something you want to dig on, on deeper with respect to this situation, uh, you know where to leave a comment. So today uh, in cat reports, um, actually it's a nice sunny day here, uh, which means that cats are mostly spending the day sleeping in the sunroom. Um, all three cats, in fact. Um, Sammy did spend some time sitting on the mini cat tower staring out the window. And uh, I do have a nice picture of Stitch with uh, um, airplane ears. Uh, she is probably getting her uh, ears ready for bird season. Um, we're going to have some warmer weather pretty soon, which means some more birds. And uh, the most exciting time of the year is when that window is open and there are jerk birds out there that need to be uh, murdered. So, um, yeah, I saw the cats today, but no no cat visits uh, other than just some time on the cat tower and the orange has just been sleeping as he does. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's Cat Report for today. Um, we will see you back here tomorrow. Maybe I'll touch on some of the TikTok stuff from last week as well. I'll catch you then.